In addition to the legal futures, we might also ask about the perceptual ones. The design of content filtering systems have something in common with the design of MP3s, actually. To develop the MP3, researchers built a model of the human ear, or really, I mean, it's a model of the entire human hearing apparatus, including the cochlea and the brain. The goal being to create a compression algorithm for audio files, which gets rid of the stuff that system wouldn't hear anyways. Author and academic Jonathan Stern called this perceptual techniques, the application of perceptual research, which economizes signals. The filtering technology that we've been talking about, likewise, develops a model of the human ear. But instead of identifying what the ear would miss, it aims to identify what, between two specimens, might be deemed similar. The perceptual techniques here don't economize signals in the interest of making them more portable, but more easily compared. So what, I wonder, is this knowledge, the knowledge gained by being able to dip into a long history of musical works and emerge with some sense, on a scale from one to a hundred, let's say, of similarity between any number of artifacts which may be within that long history. It feels increasingly like similarity in the sonic arts is met with skepticism and judgment. Our acceptance or even tolerance of novel musical formats and arrangements of adventurous tonality and far-flung harmony or texture often feels outpaced by the amount of music made every year. Beyond incidents like Vanilla Ice sampling Queen, a clear-cut example of similarity arrived at through material duplication, there seems an increasing number of incidents like Sam Smith writing something that just sounds remarkably like a Tom Petty song, or Lana Del Rey writing something that sounds remarkably like a Radiohead song. The easiest route here is to claim that the former artist, in each case, has copied the latter and then must pay either through a songwriting credit or in damages. But I think this ignores the crowded nature of pop music composition in the early 21st century and smacks of a human implementation of digital fingerprinting software's perceptual techniques. It encourages the economization of these songs for easy comparison on the basis of signal alone, outside of any creative, artistic, or historical context.